the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So there's this thing in radio that consultants will tell you is uh, very important to the success of your program. They call it benchmarks. You need a benchmark. A benchmark is a segment, a recurring segment, okay? So you need, like, you hear this on ESPN. is the king of this, right? They'll get everything sponsored, and it's a way to juice up your revenue from your show. Uh, So here's an idea for a benchmark for the Bruce Hooley Show. We do a segment called Today in Evil. However, if we start doing a segment today in evil, since we only have two hours on the show, we will have to start today in evil as soon as we come out at the top of the show. And we will not finish by the time the show is over shortly before 1 p.m. Case in point. Did you see what passed in Montana? Montana referendum number 131. It requires medical care. For infants born alive requires medical care be provided to infants who are born alive, including after an attempted abortion. That's the referendum. That's what they're voting on. Montana, where Yellowstone is filmed. Montana, great, wide, open spaces, big sky, country. Guys on horses still. Buffalo. So, bears. So, so at some point... That wasn't the case. Well, we're just... They had to do a law on that? Apparently there was some controversy about whether or not you could be forced... ...to give medical care to an infant born alive, and it failed. Wow. And it failed. It failed. It went down to defeat. 52.1% to 47.9%. Nearly 20,000 more Montanans voted to let a baby die, though it's born alive, after an abortion. A doctor could say, uh, mom could birth the baby, and go, so do you want it or not? Mm, no, I don't think so. Don't like the hair color. Oh, it's a boy, not a girl? Uh, no oh, thanks. Goodness sakes. Do not have to give it medical care in Montana. Also, today in evil, remember the male school teacher in Ontario, Canada, with the uh, breasts the size of Ohio Stadium, the prosthetic breasts that the male school teacher was wearing to school, uh, laughably, grotesquely getting his sexual jollies out of cavorting around with these enormous breasts in front of students. Uh, the Ontario School Board has determined that... Um, He is allowed to wear these prosthetic breasts to school because it is important for employers to make allowances to ensure that these employees are able to express themselves in accordance with their preferences. And this was Ontario, Canada. Ontario, Canada. Okay. Yeah. 
So this is the world that we live in. Now, this is not nearly as evil, but it demonstrates it demonstrates the mindset and illustrates why young people voted for Democrats in droves and single women voted for Democrats in droves. Listen to these commentators on CNBC, a business channel, okay? Talking about a survey of young people who have had Joe Biden forgive somewhere between ten dollars and $20,000 of their student loans. What are they going to do with that found money? Money Minute. Recipients of President Biden's student debt forgiveness plan could see their monthly payments drop up to $300 a month in the coming weeks. But get this, 73% say they actually plan to spend that extra cash on travel and dining out. And joining us now is CNBC Tech Check co-anchor Deirdre Bosa. So Deirdre... Why are people more inclined to spend the money they're saving on non-essentials instead of paying off their bills? I think we may know the answer. Now, you would think, I pause it there, because you would think Deirdre from CNBC, a business channel, is going to say, well, this is really problematic that people who now have $300 a month and found money because Joe Biden's paying off their student loans, they should invest that, right? That's like the crazy idiot Jim Cramer who's always screaming and yelling about vaccines when he's not telling you what stock's going to go up 10 times in the next hour. Or save the money. Invest the money because we're about long-term gains. You would think that's what Deirdre from CNBC is going to say. Hmm. Well, that that could be, according to one survey, but, you know, it could be easy as well for some people to enjoy traveling and eating out rather than worrying about the future. One financial coach tells CNBC.com that you should not use the loan forgiveness only for long-term goals. Your short-term self may get frustrated and give up on planning ahead altogether. So instead, they say, make sure your regular bills are paid, check in on your goals, and try to achieve a balance that also lets you invest in your future self. They're short-term goals. You could get frustrated if you don't treat yourself to a little travel and a little dining out. A financial coach said that. I guarantee you that financial coach was not Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management. Josh will be in here tomorrow. We'll do the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show. And I guarantee you if I ask him, hey, you got your student loan paid off and now you have $300 extra in your pocket, what should you do with it? And Josh Pick, who is not crazy and is not stupid, but is smart and successful, will say, Well, you don't spend it on travel and dining out. You invest it. You save it. You pay off debt. This is the mindset of the people that will lead us in the future, ladies and gentlemen. It's not as evil as prosthetic breasts the size of the Washington Monument. It's certainly not as evil as killing babies after they're born because, nah, I don't want the baby after all. But it is deplorable stewardship of resources that God has given you. I was reflecting on this last night when I think about the number of young people who voted for Joe Biden. The people under 35 voted for Joe Biden in droves. Think back to when you were under 35. What were you planning toward? Having a family, getting your own home, right? That's what we were all planning toward. That was the American dream. I say was, not is, because that is not the dream of young people now. The dream of young people now is, I got some extra money. Hey, maybe we could take a trip. Maybe we could go dine out. Save it 
accrue equity, buy a home. Have you driven around Columbus lately? Have you driven around Columbus lately? You know what they're are proliferating everywhere? Luxury apartments and condos. Everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, golf simulator, climbing wall, swimming pool, blah, 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 blah. blah. There's no thought, A, to being faithful to someone of the opposite sex, having a family, raising kids with good, solid values so that they'll give back to society and the culture will flourish. No, 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 no. It's all about me, 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 me. And that's a reflection of how they've been raised. The further we get away from God's design for parenting, the more we get kids in high crime areas emulate the crime. Kids in affluent areas, instead of looking at how their parents gave them the life that they are benefiting from, say, ah, eat, drink, and be merry. Tomorrow we die. So they will forever spend their life locked up in their apartments because the economy that Joe Biden has built for them and that is he is tearing down with every single decision that he makes and every single dollar he spends that we do not have will not allow them to achieve the American dream because interest rates are high. And here's what's on the horizon. I'm just going to tell you. Joe Biden yesterday was all about what a great job he's doing. He's been telling you he's been doing a great job and he's just going to double down on that because he has no reason to change. After all, they didn't take any big losses in the midterms. And so why would he change? Why would he listen to anybody? He's not accountable to the voters at all. If you don't believe me, just listen to him. He is not accountable to what the American people think of him in any way, shape, or form. Obviously a lot of attention on 2024 now that the votes have been cast in the midterms. Two-thirds of Americans in exit polls say that they don't think you should run for re-election. What is your message to them, and how does that factor into your final decision about whether or not to run for re-election? It doesn't. What's your message to them? To those two-thirds of Americans... Watch me. Yeah, we are watching you. Everything you touch is a disaster. But you're not accountable to us, and you're ruining this nation. I apologize to those of you who were on the line, and I uh, went a little long in my rant about the lack of wisdom out there in our uh, youth and in our president. Um, We'll take your calls at a later juncture of the show. If you uh, care to call us back, 844-TALK-989. 844-TALK-989 is our number. Yeah, I was stunned yesterday at the... um, Well, I can't say I was stunned at Joe Biden doubling down on stupid because... Uh, He's done nothing but do that. Joe Biden has been his entire life, in public life, a braggart, an exaggerator, a liar, and a windbag. And so when he didn't get thoroughly defeated in the midterms, we should expect that he's going to perceive it as widespread approval of the things that he is doing. You heard the question earlier from the NBC reporter, two-thirds of America say they don't want you to run again. Uh, there is a progressive group out there. I said a progressive group out there that has launched a grassroots organization linked to Bernie Sanders called 
don't run Joe. Don't run Joe. That's the progressives. These are Bernie people, okay? Maybe Bernie wants to run. I'd love it if Bernie ran. And they are actively campaigning for Biden not to run again. Oh, he's going to run again because he thinks the midterms showed that people want him to run again. Here he is yesterday facing that question at the White House. My intention is that I run again, but I'm a great respecter of fate. And uh, this is ultimately a family decision. I think everybody wants me to run, but we're going to have discussions about it. And I don't feel any any hurry. My guess is it'd be early next year we make that judgment. But it is my plan to do it. Everybody in his family wants him to run because everybody in his family is getting rich off of his influence. Hunter Biden did. Jim Biden did. And Joe Biden did. Now, it's very interesting yesterday, the uh, topic of Hunter Biden came up yesterday in terms of, hey, if the Republicans get the House, uh, they say they are going to investigate your son. And uh, now you would think, you know, this would, it was called, it was caused me concern if I was Joe Biden and I had all the things in my background that I know are in my background that haven't come to light yet. But, you know, that would require some uh, self-awareness. Joe doesn't have much. It would require some humility. Joe has none. And so uh, when Joe Biden was asked about his son yesterday, he gave a kind of a snarky response that uh, he's not the least bit worried about it. Not the least bit worried about it. Here is Biden facing that question yesterday about Hunter Biden and what the Republicans have planned when they get the House and when they get House Oversight Authority. Question: <laughs> um, Republicans have made it clear that if they do take control of the House, that they want to launch a, a raft of investigations on day one into your handling of Afghanistan, the border. Uh, they want to look into some of your cabinet officials. They want to investigate you. They may even want to investigate your son. What's your message to Republicans who are considering investigating your family and particularly your son Hunter's business dealings? Lots of luck in your senior year, as my coach used to say. Look, um, I think the American public wants us to move on and get things done for them. And, uh, you know, I heard that there were, uh, it was reported, whether it's accurate or not, I'm not sure, but it was reported many times that Republicans were saying, and the former president said, how many times are you going to impeach Biden? You know, impeachment proceeding against Biden. I mean, I think, the re- I think the American people will look at all of that for what it is. It's just I'm almost comedy. I mean, it's uh, but, you know, look, I can't control what they're going to do. All I can do is continue to try to make life better for the American people. Mm, I'll keep trying because you're failing. Now, I think he's wrong. I think the American people do want to know what's going on with Hunter Biden. I think even Democrats would have a hard time saying once things are exposed. Well, that doesn't have any value. I mean, I know there's extreme partisanship out there and all the, you know, what about ism is out there. But I think it is very difficult for Hunter Biden to be as rich as he is and to have led the life that he has led and none of it be looked into by anyone. That is not something that is indicative of a country that has equal justice under the law. So I think that is a fair investigation for Republicans in the House. I do not think it bears any fruit at all for Republicans to try to impeach Joe Biden. I think that would be stupid. It would backfire on Republicans. It makes no sense at all. You want to go after Alejandro Mayorkas on the border? 
there's meat there on that bone worth pursuing. You want to go after Merrick Garland and the FBI and the DOJ? That's also fair. That's also in play. That also needs to happen. But Biden yesterday was essentially taking a victory lap. He's snarky, mocking, oh, best of luck in your senior year. That's what my coach used to tell me. Well, Joe Biden can make comments like that because everybody who would have the ability to speak to those kinds of comments is dead. He turns 80 in a couple of months. 80. He's going to run for president when he's 82? I want to see that Joe Biden because here's what that Joe Biden's going to look like. Coming in 2023 is a deep economic recession in this country. Coming in 2023 are widespread layoffs in businesses. Coming in 2023 are much higher gasoline prices because oil is priced higher now than it was when Joe Biden began releasing millions of barrels from our strategic petroleum reserves. It has had no impact on oil and it has compromised our security as a nation. Coming in 2023 or in 2024, I have no doubt, is some kind of Chinese aggression toward Taiwan. Because Xi Jinping is not going to wait for the possibility of Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump being back, being in the White House. He's not going to wait. It would make no sense for him to wait. Xi Jinping is going to make an aggressive move on Taiwan when Joe Biden is in the White House. And Joe Biden does not have the savvy to react and handle that. And I'm not sure that our military does either under his lack of leadership. We are heading for a very, very difficult next two years on the watch of this president. And when he runs for re-election, his approval rating, now hovering around 40%, is going to look enviable compared to where his approval rating will be. His approval rating will, at some point in the final two years of his presidency, I predict approach 25%. 25%. Such is my lack of confidence in this incompetent, career braggart and liar to do the job he has been entrusted to do by the American people. He is so self-absorbed, so ridiculously, unjustifiably self-assured that he views a midterm election where he lost control of the House and may still lose control of the Senate as a blanket endorsement of his policies. And he is not going to change one bit. He said it, and we shouldn't be surprised by it. Matt Mayer next. What about his prediction on the Senate? We'll ask. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.